Welcome to Growth Amplifiers. I am Kenny Harper. Growth Amplifiers showcases ideas from the top business owners and entrepreneurs to inspire and empower you to thrive in your life, business, and achieve a higher purpose. I'll be sharing actionable insights you can apply towards your business in each session. Growth Amplifiers is dedicated to you, your success, and fulfillment. Get ready to amplify. Hey there, Amplifiers. Kenny Harper here, and I'm excited today because I have a guest who is really a rock star professional. I've had the opportunity to work in some of her projects, and it's really been a blessing because she's inspiring and she really provides transformation for those she's served. So I'd like to welcome to Growth Amplifiers, Shannon Miller. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to share your story. You've had an amazing career and you're continuing to do awesome things despite all the challenges that we've all been facing. So thank you for sharing your time. And what I thought we'd start off with is kind of, kind of telling your story of, you know, how you, you started off in your career and then how that evolved into really the brand that you've become. Sure, absolutely. It's it's been an interesting road. So, of course, my background is um, being an Olympic gymnast, and uh, that's probably still what I'm most known for. And it was, you know, an, an incredible career, an incredible journey uh, for me. Loved. I would. Oh, no, I'm not going to say I loved every minute of it. <laughs> there were some hard days in the gym, but um, but I loved it, and um, being able to compete for my country was amazing. But there is that point when you retire where all of a sudden this thing that has fulfilled 40 plus hours a week is gone. And along with that, your team and kind of your, your cushion and your support system. And I moved away from home to continue on with my college education. And so everything changed um, kind of almost overnight for me. And I had to really examine who, who is Shannon Miller without gymnastics. And that was quite a process for me. And it took a few years to kind of, begin to understand that I was missing that goal setting that I had learned and done so well through gymnastics. I needed to start setting new goals outside of sport. And so that's when I really learned that um, all of these wonderful life lessons that I learned through sport, the goal setting and positive mindset and teamwork and commitment to excellence, all of those things were absolutely transferable into the rest of my life and business. So I started trying to examine what those next goals were. And during that time, I also began to realize I did not know that much about taking care of my own health. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things where I woke up one day and um, I had gained four sizes <laughs> because <laughs> I was still eating six full meals a day, which is what I needed to do to keep up with the caloric output of gymnastics. And yet I wasn't doing any exercise. I had never been on a treadmill. I had never been to a, an actual workout gym. Um, I was on a balance beam or swinging around uneven bars. That's how I worked out. And when that was gone, I didn't know what to do. We didn't mm -hmm. have, you know, the social media and, and as much internet and, and all of the things that we have to support us in that today. You had to go get a gym membership and figure it out. So during that time, through a lot of trial and error, I kind of figured out that health was something that was really important <laughs> mm -hmm. and that I may have been taking a little bit for granted because I had so much support helping me along the way. My 
parents were making me dinner and in food. So I just ate what they put on the table. And um, I had physicians and um, people making sure that I was prepared injury-wise and everything for, for gym. Uh, my parents are making sure I got plenty of sleep. All of those things were kind of being taken care of for me. And now I needed to do it myself. And so through that process, I, I learned that I just really had this passion for health and wellness, and especially for women, um, not to leave men out. I just don't know as much about men. <laughs> but uh, it seemed to me that you know my parents and other other. Um, women, my mom, other women in my life would always put their health on the back burner. You know, they get kids, they get everyone going around them, get them to their doctor's appointments and the dentist and uh, everything else, but they never had time for themselves. And I wanted to use my platform to change that idea that uh, we had to feel guilty for taking care of our own health. And so I started thinking about this company and, uh, it, and what I would like to do and kind of what it would encompass. And health is certainly a very broad topic. Mm. And um, so I can go through some of the lessons learned uh, with that. But I think my, my main goal became, how do I help one woman? Even if it's just one woman, how do I help her make her, pri her health a priority today? And to do so without feeling as guilty about it. We're all going to feel guilty. <laughs> it's, right. it's kind of a, it's a mom thing. It's, you know, but how do I help them get through the guilt and know that taking care of their own health, making that a priority is actually helpful to everyone else? Because if you're not healthy, you can't help all of those people that depend on you. So that was the goal going in. And it kind of um, kind of morphed from there into this actual company. It's really interesting because when you kind of come into that challenge yourself of, hey, um, maybe it's not as easy as I thought it would be. Right. And it kind of reminds me of the entrepreneurial journey when you're maybe working for an, a company, another business, and then you jump out and do things on your own. And you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> there's a lot I didn't know. And it's, it's challenging. So we can come to that conclusion. So then you've, you got this focus and you decided, Hey, I'm going to do something with it. And, when I think of, I'm sorry, go ahead. And, and so You've, you've created some great movements and initiatives. And so if you could share kind of like how those started to come into fruition. I think for me, when I started the company, it was not truly understanding what all I wanted to do, mm -hmm. but I just needed to get started. And sometimes with goals, especially really big ones, you just have to take that first step or else you'll never get to it. Um, I want to run a marathon but man, that's a big goal. So I'm not getting off my couch. Right. But if you just start by, I'm going to walk around the block, then you can start to make that, that steady progress. So I just started with, you know, a couple of little fitness books and different things. This was really before apps came along. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I had these, you know, few ideas and it kind of started to snowball from there. But I think as an entrepreneur, I, I think I had that mentality, um, because I had never really worked for anyone else. I didn't go through the normal system. I kind right. of have always been an entrepreneur. I've always kind of, you, you fend for yourself and you do everything. You know, you know, as an entrepreneur, you are marketing, you are finance, you are tech, mm -hmm. you, you are everything. And I would say um, we'll probably get to some of the, the challenges um, I faced along the way and lessons learned. But I think Initially, it was trying to get my arms around this understanding of um, how do I take this huge and broad topic 
and narrow it into a lane that I could kind of own. And I had a, an interesting talk with a gentleman we uh, we had participated in a, in, in an event. Uh, actually, it was a race car driving event mm-hmm. <laughs> years ago, and um, incredibly uh, smart businessman. And I was up in New York one day, and I finally got the nerve up. I was very shy growing up, painfully, painfully shy. So reaching out to someone, networking, doing all that, it does not come naturally to me. It's it's quite the challenge. And so I've I've learned over the years uh, that it's so important. But this was kind of my first foray into contacting someone that I'd met once, um, seemed like a great business mind. And I asked if I could just come in and chat with him for a few minutes. Incredibly busy guy, made time. I sat in his office and we talked about all kinds of different business type things. And then at the end, he finally said, well, what do you really want to do? I mean, health is everywhere, but what is it you want to focus on? And I just said, I want to help women. And we talked about it and he said, so basically you want to help a woman, you know, forget about helping a million people at a time. You want to help one woman make her health a priority. And I put that up in my office and it's still there. It's just one of those things where I wake up each day. I know exactly what I want to do. Now there's different avenues to get there. Sometimes it's nutrition, sometimes it's fitness or um, sleep or stress management. There's a whole host of ways you can get there. Maybe it's partnering with other companies that are doing great things and can use my platform to bring a voice to it. But whatever that is, I, at, at the end of the day, come back to that one singular focus. And that kind of keeps me on target. And I think that kind of leads into one of the biggest lessons that I had to learn along the way. And that is knowing when to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was very hard for me because I want to, I'm a people pleaser. I want to please everyone. I don't want to turn down work. I don't want to turn down, um, even if it's free work, <laughs> I don't right. want to turn people down. And I was running myself ragged. And um, I talked to my husband who uh, is also Uh, great with business. And he said, you have to learn to say no, because you just can't be everything to everyone. And especially with such a broad topic. And that was a really tough one for me, but I've gotten a little bit better at it. It's not always easy, but, um, but it is important to be able to find your lane and not get so distracted by all of these offshoots that you forget your core goal. Very important. And I I must say that that's probably the Biggest, most insidious challenge that I come across when I'm working with different people is, and, and it's been my Achilles heel as well, is just seeing so many opportunity around and, and just adding a little bit more. Oh, this is going to help with everything else. Just a little <laughs> bit more. And before you know it, it's spread way too thin and you really can't get the momentum that you're looking to get. Um, and some of the most successful people still have that challenge. But I think once you've really identified it, you've had awareness of it, you can make the decision to, all right, I need to say no. There's, there's times to say no. So that, that's a really great insight. And I want to just take a quick step back because you mentioned something earlier. Some of the people have bold visions. And you mentioned like if you have this big elephant, how do you, how do you get started with it? Sometimes what really... St- stops people is that, that fear. What if I, what if I try and it doesn't work? What do people think? What will I do? What's something you might tell someone that is facing that sort of fear where they just don't know how it's all going to play out? 
you know, I think that fear is very real. And we, especially when um, you are an entrepreneur and it kind of all falls on you, right. <laughs> you're, you're the one. Mm -hmm. And um, I know for me, that was a little bit of a mental challenge because when I fail, it's very public that right. <laughs> I tried something and I failed. But I started to think of it in sports terms and gymnastics terms. I, yes, people remember me for that gold medal moment, but sometimes they forget that I fell a thousand times, probably a lot more than that along the way. And it was that failure that led me to that ultimate success. We learn so much from our failures that it's important to have those so we kind of keep on the right track. So we can't be scared of failure. Um, now we need to listen to it, especially mm -hmm. in business when you're putting you know, finances on the line and everything else, you have to be strategic and you have to pay attention. And if something doesn't feel right, often you, there's something that you're missing and you need to go back and look at it again and dig oh. deeper. But at the same time, you cannot constantly be afraid of failure not everything's going to work. You're going to try a few things. You know, it's the spaghetti against the wall. You just see what sticks mm -hmm. and you have to be willing to fail along the way. And it's a lot better to fail in those smaller or medium moments than to get to that really ultimate um, decision and fail there. I mean, you, you want to fail in the small portions along the way so that when push comes to shove, you've got it down. So I, I would just say, you know, don't be afraid of failure figure out, you know, what you're doing first. And if something doesn't feel right, there might be a reason. So check it out, but you're going to fail. You're going to make right. mistakes. You're going to fall flat on your face. It's, it's going to happen. Embrace it and embrace the lessons that come with it. Very, very well spoken uh, from a champion to just share that perspective for whatever reason, our culture has put a bad label on failure. And, and everyone kind of follows that, that message and that stops people from really achieving their greatness. So what a great segue as we're talking about failures to kind of lead into the, the challenges and, and lessons learned along your journey. I think there's, there's so many lessons and, and many of them you guys all know, but uh, you know, finding mentors doesn't have to be even in your area at all. In fact, sometimes it's better if it's not to just get new ideas and that free flow of conversation and don't be afraid to pick up the phone and just say, Hey, you know, this is quirky. I'm having trouble with this. Any ideas or make a regular, you know, lunch or, or coffee date uh, when, when we can start meeting again or a zoom date. But have that regular networking um, with people that do things better than you do and mm. do things differently than you do because you learn from each other and, and don't be afraid to pick up the phone when someone calls you, you know, be that mentor for someone else, be um, that team member for someone else. And I really do think that um, it, we work better when we have more voices involved because there's just more ideas. So mentorship, um, networking, being a good team member and not being afraid to reach out when you need help, set the ego aside and, and just say, Hey, I need some help with this. Can we chat? Um, that's really important. I think another lesson that I had to learn and I'm still 
trying to figure out where I am on the spectrum right mm -hmm. now, but that's with regard to micromanagement, because when you start as an entrepreneur, you do everything right. <laughs> and then you kind of, you know, as you grow, you get help along the way and you can start to you know, put those tasks out for others. That was really hard for me to rely on someone else. Um, granted in gymnastics, it's, it is a team sport, um, not necessarily a team in the sense that, you know, football's a team, they're all out there on the field together, but you do have your team, your coaches, your parents, your trainer, your, um, <laughs> your surgeon, <laughs> you know, right. whoever makes up that team to, to get you there. But I think um, ultimately I'm the one on the balance beam. I'm in control. I do better the harder I work. And so for me, it was very difficult to um, allow myself to let others do the work. Um, and, and that's kind of ebbed and flowed. We, I, I initially had a really hard time and I wanted to micromanage everything. And then I kind of let the reins loose a little bit. Um, mostly not due to me wanting to, but I was diagnosed with um, a rare form of ovarian cancer uh, six months after I launched my company. Mm -hmm. And that was a, a big moment when I just couldn't micromanage. I literally could not do it. And I had to let others take the reins. And that was a good lesson for me to learn, but I think I also went a little bit the other way mm -hmm. and took my eye off the ball a little bit. And so I had, I've kind of in the last couple of years, I've come back to a little bit more of not complete micromanagement, but a little bit more in that halfway point. Uh, mm -hmm. Not too much micromanagement, not too, hey, do whatever you want. Um, you have to find that happy medium. And I think you have to find what works for you. What works for me is a little bit more on the micromanagement side. It's where I'm most successful um, because otherwise I get great anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you also have to find people that you truly believe um, can, can do the job and you don't have to be looking over their shoulder. And when you find those really good people, you have to keep them. Um, because when you find the right person for the right job, it is absolute magic. Super cool. You've taken the time to really draft out what you want to achieve with your vision. And then you conquered any fears to get started and take the first actions and then continue to work through the different challenges. And that's really the process and the things that you're mentioning now it's, it's an ongoing journey. The, the point of arrival is, is never there. It's an ongoing journey. Speaking of which, give us a, a preview and, and the things that you're working on now and, and where you're going. Where's, where are you taking Shannon Miller in the future? <laughs> well, it's our, the company's evolved quite mm -hmm. a bit. Um, and it's had to because tech took over. And right. so no longer did you need a lot of um, printed books and materials or, uh, or DVDs. So we don't do that anymore. It's, it's moved for me and in my lifestyle, I now have two children mm -hmm. and I want to be more available and more flexible in my timing for them. So uh, we've evolved more to, I do a lot of speaking and that's something in the beginning I was terrified to do. I, I didn't do a lot of it because I was very shy and I've grown into that role. I think through the cancer diagnosis and journey, I realized that I could use this platform to help others. And that made me feel really good. And 
uh, so to go out and, and to be a part of traveling around the, the states or the world and, and sharing the importance of health and wellness or motivation. I talk about the gold medal mindset, which is a lot of what we're talking about today and touching on. Um, so I love speaking. It's become a huge part of, of what I do. Um, I also continue to partner with other companies that are doing such good work and I can help them in the work that they're doing and I can help lend a voice to what they're doing. And then aside from that, you know, we do have some programs and products and whatnot that support the other things. But for me, it's always coming back to what is your core goal? What are those core values and trying to keep in line with that? And this year is, of course, with everyone, it's been such a challenge to switch over everything to virtual which has been really interesting, but also kind of amazing to see how um, versatile so many companies and so many people are at this point. I mean, everything is just kind of switching over and yet it's in some ways very fluid for a lot of people, which is um, kind of nice to see that we're able to do that. And, and I know that, you know, next year, hopefully we'll <laughs> be back. Uh, I, I love being one-on-one. -on -one. I like being in the room with people shaking hands and hugging and, and everything like that. But, um, but for me, I'm, I'm happy that this is available because it's something I'm, I'm able to be flexible and do from home. And then of course there's the Olympic side. So I do a lot of commentary and hopefully we'll have the Tokyo games next year. Look forward to. Super amazing. You really have been an inspiration to me just to have the passion to keep to keep the drive, to pivot, to continually just grow and inspire and, and do the work you do. So thank you for sharing that. And for those who maybe have not tuned into some of the things you're doing, where can they go and what are, what are some things that they could tune into? Uh, well, certainly my website, which you are a big part of, <laughs> of creating and, and helping um, along the way with all that craziness, but it's shannonmiller.com, very easy. And then, of course, on social media, um, Instagram, Shannon Miller 96, and uh, YouTube and Facebook are Shannon Miller official. So I try to keep up with those as much as possible, help people know what's going on. Awesome. Now, you've given us a lot of great lessons learned along the way. But if, if you had to kind of like just share one more thing for people that are on their journey now and they're, they're looking for maybe just a piece of advice or a word of wisdom, what's, what's something that you might share with them as a takeaway? Well, I think um, it's easy to feel, especially in a year like this, it's easy to feel burnt out, to feel um, there's no way this is ever going to work. We can't do it. It's too hard. It's not the right time. It's not, it's not my time. It's easy to feel that way, whether it's an it's actual creating of your company, whether it's keeping your company going, with moving to the next step, growth, whatever that is, it's easy to have the, those negative thoughts. And I guess what I would say is, you know, when you have those thoughts creep in, reach out to your team, talk to your mentors, and keep setting those goals. Because if you just keep setting those goals, and I always say long-term goal, but also have those short-term goals, have something that you have to achieve every single month, every single week, every single day and write it down. And I am a big fan of ink on paper, write it down. So you're looking at it every day and check something. It doesn't matter how small, check something off of that list every single day. And that's going to help keep you moving forward. I love it. It couldn't be any better. 
keep engaged and keep active, keep amplifying. Thank you, Shannon, so much for joining us, for sharing your insights, your, your journey, and some words of wisdom. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.